This is Dale Buckter's Financial Clinic. Securities are offered through United Planners Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Dale Buckner, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm. Dale Buckner, Inc. and United Planners are not affiliated. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic visiting with Eric Berry, and uh, I'm thrilled you're on the program. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's a treat. Thank you for having me. And as we kind of go back in here, I, the reason you're here, not only are you a great friend, but the reason you're here is to talk about auto coverage. And I'm going to say auto coverage is one of those things that virtually everybody wished they didn't have to buy. It can be fairly expensive now, really. And if you buy a brand new car, it can even be more expensive. That's true. The couple of, and I'm going to say car, what about that really big $80,000 truck you own? <laughs> okay. So as we kind of come back in here, auto coverage is extremely necessary, primarily because a bunch of people are out there trying to hit your truck or car. <laughs> well, I don't know if they're trying to do it intentionally, but... They're they're out there. <laughs> it may seem like they're intentional. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> you haven't been driving on the streets of Amarillo lately. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and the reason I know this is because there's a traffic cone everywhere. There is. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know, the big difference between auto insurance and home insurance we talked about uh, in the past we talked about, is it necessary to have home insurance? And the answer really depends. But if you own the home, no, it's not necessary. Ah, auto insurance is different. If you are driving in the state of Texas, you are legally required to have insurance on that vehicle. Okay. So if you're driving, I'm sorry, there's no way around it. You got to have insurance. Now, the requirement is that in the state of Texas, you have to have bodily injury liability coverage, which means if you cause an accident, you have to have a minimum of $30,000 of bodily injury coverage per person and $60,000 per event. And you also have to have property coverage at 25,000. Now, the bad part about that minimum is that it is absolutely not enough for any standard driver to have. And the reason it's not enough is because let's talk about that bodily injury. Um, I've the, the agency owner, uh, Kevin Vincent, he had a scheduled back surgery, and I hope he doesn't mind me talking about it, but he had a you know back injury from the past. He had a scheduled surgery. It cost $256,000 for that back surgery. And what I mean by it being scheduled is he talked to his doctor. His doctor said, yeah, January of 22, we're going to do this surgery. And this is how much it costs. It's planned out. Whenever you cause an accident and you send somebody to the emergency room or the intensive care unit, those are different rates than a planned rate. So if you think of back surgery is expensive when it's planned, how much coverage do you need when it's not planned? And so I don't even write coverage that low, frankly, because I'm not able to sleep at night knowing that people are underinsured. Um, and I see it all the time. People call, I can see what kind of covers they have with a different agency before they're with us and they have state minimums and there's just no easy way to say it. You're underinsured. And I'm shocked that agents write at that low. Take a look at your personal insurance coverage. If those first two numbers are 30, 60, you, you got to give me a buzz because we can fix that. What surprises most people is I can oftentimes get eight to 10 times coverage that 200 from 3060 to 250 500 that's eight about eight times the coverage often for 
even less than what you're currently paying. If it's not the same price or maybe even a little more, the thing is, even if we were $50 more a month, which so, Eric, I go through this process of discussing with my clients about the liability and the, there's a, they've said, well, Dale, I'll just make that other poor son of a gun's insurance pay for all my injuries. So where's the wrongheadedness in that one? Well, it depends on, on what kind of accident it is. I mean, if you cause the accident, guess who's liable? Yeah. You, yeah, there wouldn't be any damage. There wouldn't be any bodily injury if you hadn't wrecked your car, you know, um, and, and liability to others is, I mean, this is obviously a hot topic item with me. Liability to others is the meat and potatoes of your auto policy. There are lots of things that uninsured motorist coverage and rental reimbursement and deductibles are lots of aspects of an auto policy. The absolute most important thing to look out for is what your liability coverage is. And the best I can, the advice I can give you is you have to insure yourself today as if you had a wreck yesterday. If I was riding my motorcycle around town and you hit me, how much insurance coverage do you wish you had now that I'm in the hospital? Maybe I don't even survive it. You know, a, a, a death payout's well over a million dollars. How much coverage do you have? 30,000? Now what happens? Well, my lawyer is going to come after you is what's going to happen. And you're going to be in court and litigation for, you know, Lord knows how to blame. If, it's, if I have an accident, they're going to try to blame me anyway. Even right. if it's not my fault. Or they're going to try to keep from taking on the blame if they possibly can. Sure. And, and you know, the, the first bit of advice is once an accident happens, you know, call 911. Get a cop out there. Let's get some people to take down some notes. I actually travel. You can go. You can go outside into my truck right now. I've got a dash cam on my windshield, so if something happens, I don't care what you think happened. I've got evidence, whether it's my fault or whether it's your fault. I've got evidence of that. So, so early in my driving career, <laughs> I was hit by a motorist that had no coverage. Mm -hmm. She was borrowing the car, and I, I said. You, you're borrowing the car and you don't know how to drive. And you hit me and uh, I'm going to have to call the police. Oh, please don't call the police. Please don't call the police. I, I don't have coverage. I don't have any. Well, uh, that's the reason why I have to call the police. Exactly. <laughs> you are now entering into a place where I do not want to be. Mm -hmm. somebody without coverage i kind of let her know that well there you're you borrowed the car i'm not sure she had permission even younger borrowing, borrowing without permission borrowing the car without permission so I, <laughs> now we're entering into another area where i'm saying uh, you know me doing the certified financial planner professional computation i said well so who owns the car because they have coverage right so we're, we were having that discussion as the policeman drove up. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's a sticky situation because, you know, there's a lot of if this, then that, you know, if you're right, if the owner of the car gave permission and the owner of the car has car insurance, 
then there can be coverage through the car owner. Um, if she borrowed it without permission, which, as I said earlier, could, could be called theft, depend on how she, depending on how she borrowed it, um, and she has no insurance, yeah, there's a real big issue, which gets into the second line of coverage on an auto policy, which everybody should have, and that's uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage. I had uninsured motorist coverage. Yeah. I, I came out of it doing real well. That's right. That's right. And so uh, the uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage is going to say on your policy UM or UIM, underinsured motorist, uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage. That's what those letters mean if you're looking at them. Um, this is whenever somebody hits you. All right. Uh, somebody hits your car. Um, their insurance is going to be the primary insurance to pay for damages. If they're uninsured, as as it happened to you, Dale, or maybe they have the state minimums that we talked about and, and your bodily injury bills are way higher than that 30,000, then your uninsured and underinsured coverage goes on top of that and helps pay for those bills. So it's absolutely important to have it, mostly because a lot of people are driving uninsured. Unfortunately, Dale, you found out the hard way. Oh, I did. And I, now, also earlier in my the driving career of my children, Mm -hmm. They had an accident or multiple accidents, and those had been kind of interesting. So some of them had been their fault and others weren't, but we've really ended up. Uh, so do you do like, let's say we have drivers that are just getting ready to go. <laughs> Sorry, you need to send out a warning to everybody. Yeah. Teenager is getting ready to get their license yeah. to get off the road. But as far as that kind of thing, do you do like a, a family bundle of some sort? Yeah, we do. So anybody who has kids, especially of driving age, know that it, you know it's an expensive proposition to have young drivers. And the reason for that is just as you mentioned, Dale. You know, there's a lot of risk with young drivers. They're inexperienced. A lot of wrecks happen between the ages of 16 and 25. Um, and so if you've got young drivers, there's no way around it. Your, your insurance is probably just going to go up. I don't care who you're with. Now, one advantage that I can offer at our agency is that our policies offer accident forgiveness. And you can get it on day one at no extra cost. Okay, so um, we have two different plans. One gives you one accident forgiven every three years. If you have a couple of young drivers, I've got a family who has an 18, 16, and 15 year old boy. <laughs> they're on the advanced. They're on the advanced policy that has. Uh, there's no limit as to how many accidents you can have. I mean, they've never put a number on it, but obviously, whenever you have an accident and it's your fault, those rates are going to go up. That's not going to happen with our policy. That's one reason I love our policy so much. And with the multiple accidents forgiven, if this family, if each one of those kids had an accident, if you can imagine the rate increases at a different company, well, their future premium, their future price is protected. So yes, we have ways to mitigate that kind of risk as well. Can an insurance company cancel you because you had an accident? Well, they can. Um, you know, that was more of a thing of the past. You know, I have a lot of people who say, well, I was with, you know, ABC company in 1970, had one wreck and they, you know, they, they wrote me off. Um, that happens less so now, but it's certainly a possibility. Um, but wrecks are incredibly common. I mean, we've, we've got people who have tons of uh, any insurance person is going to tell you that they have uh, clients who have tons of claims, whether it's a hail claim or a windshield claim or an actual wreck. Um, 
a, just a long list of claims and, and they've been customers for 30 or 40 years. So well, it's got to. Eric, you can claim everything you want to, but one thing that we have to claim right now is a break. No. All right. Fine. Got to claim a break. <laughs> but if someone would like to discuss their auto coverages with you, how would they get in touch? The easiest way is to just give us a call, 806-356-9491. And if you'd like to visit with a certified financial planner professional about your financial planning, that includes property and casualty coverage and homeowners and, and auto coverage, we'd be glad to talk to you about it. Give us a call, 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLANS, our 800 number or email me at dale at dalebuckner.com. This is Dale Buckner's Financial Clinic, visiting with Eric Berry, and we're kind of asking those, as I enjoy asking. Oh, I'm, I'm nerdy too. I'm like, I love these questions. I love these questions. So I'm going to kind of talk to you a little bit about what happened to me back 30 years ago. And I found property and casualty coverage fascinating. And so early in my career, I, they said, well, we'll pay you to get your property and casualty license and we'll pay for it. Really? I said, not a problem. I studied for three days and I didn't know you were supposed to study for a month or something. Yeah, for three, for three months. Said, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to study for three months for it. I studied for three days and went in and passed the test. So since then, I've had a property and casualty license, 30, 1988, mm. 89, something like that. I've had it since then. Now, I found out that people that do property and casualty have a tendency to do that as and be experts in that area. This is not something that you would do along with doing uh, a whole lot of doing health insurance and then doing the uh, financial planning and then doing life insurance. You really need to be more of an expert. And since then, I've become an expert on retirement planning. Mm -hmm. Now, if, I've got great news for you, Eric. Everybody that retires likely owns a home. And every one of those folks owns cars, and everyone is going to have auto coverage and homeowners coverage. So I really am thrilled to be able to kind of have somebody I can visit with on occasion about those issues for all my retirees that would like to tell, they, they literally have one comment, and that is, can you lower my costs and improve my coverage? Yep. Well, and my answer to that is you don't know unless you try. I can say most of the time when people call in, uh, maybe nine out of 10 people, they end up coming to the agency because we have very competitive rates. I'll tell you what I focus on though. Coverage is king. All right. Price is something that everybody is always worried about. Everybody, even I worry about it, right? Um, even working for the company I work for, I don't get any kind of discount. I pay the same price that you would pay. Um, but coverage is king. And like I said in a, in a different segment, whenever you need insurance, you want to be sure that you've got the right coverage. It's not going to matter if you're saving $10 or paying $10 more a month. What matters is that you've got an agent, somebody that's worked with you to make sure that you've got the proper coverage in place so that if the worst happens, you're protected. 
So I am a very friendly agent. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm not a high pressure person. Um, I'll be the first person to tell you that, you know, whatever you've got might may be a better option than what I have. And that's not, that's not very common in this business. Um, but I do like to help people out. And, and, you know, I'm a good old honest boy from a real small town and I, I treat everybody like their family. And that's the way I train my, uh, my sales staff too. I say, if you're not going to, if you're not going to sell this policy to your own mom and pop, you're not going to sell it to somebody who calls in. So the first step in, in knowing whether or not we can help you with your rates, give us a buzz. As I come back in and kind of do this, my, my rule of thumb as certified financial planner professional rule of thumb is to shop my policy every three years. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have other people that do it once a year. Right. And when we say shop, it, it doesn't mean you're actually going to go up for bid, but you look at your policy and see whether the rates have gone up. You look at your policy to see whether your agent's still in the business. Right. I mean, how many times has that happened where someone may have, a, 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 and I've literally had an agent that passed away. Mm. So I was a, had an orphan policy. It, I think it's always a real good idea to have a, an agent. And so checking through to make sure all of your policy numbers are, are still the same and all that, and they haven't raised your rates by double is a good idea. How do you see it? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't mind that at all. You know, I understand if something were to happen and, and you wanted to look around and see what else was going on, you know, with a different company, I, I, don't know that I could blame anybody. Um, you know, a few questions I typically ask is, you know, how how often is your agency in touch with you? I've got people, I'll say, when was the last time you spoke with your agent? 15 years ago when I, you know, I had a hell claim back in 85 or whatever. You know, we we try to make a point in our agency to do midterm reviews. Maybe you bought a car and you didn't tell us about it. Are you driving without insurance? You know, are you uh are you fully covered on those kinds of things? And so and yeah. then, and I, the first thing I did was call my wife. And the second thing I did was call my agent. Well, and, and, and that's another excellent point. You know, we consider ourselves um, as, as somebody who should be in your inner circle in terms of business. All right. Everybody needs a primary care physician. Everybody needs a good CPA. Everybody needs a good financial planner. Everybody needs a good lawyer. And, and everybody needs a great insurance agent. For most people, insuring your home and auto, let's just stay within home and auto, not even worry about the toys, the motorcycles, the second homes, landlord properties. For most people, that's the biggest investment you're going to make in terms of purchasing an asset. So you need somebody that you can trust and you need somebody that you can get a hold of. I get a lot of people who call, they're with an 800 agency, the 1-800 call this agency. And they say, look, I, I had a wreck. I had to explain what happened five times because I spoke with five different people. That's one advantage of having a local agent. You can come in and, you know, we've, we've had the same uh, operations manager and, and, and claims assistant at our agency for eight years, you know. Got to take a break here, Eric. All right. You things here. I'm going to miss you guys. <laughs> Someone would like to visit with you about their auto coverage. How would they get in touch? Best ways to give us a call, 806-356-9491. You can email Eric Barry, E-R-I-C-B-A-R-R-Y at allstate.com. Or my favorite, just come on by and say hello, 5190 Lexington Square. 
And if you'd like to visit with a certified financial planner professional, give us a call at 806-358-7977, 1-800-299-PLAN.